0: A movie so bland it left us speechless, featuring a ridiculously unnecessarily twist ending. We watched Lover's Lane. We watched it so you don't have to, so you know what that means. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Valentine's Day episode of Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies, movies so bad, they're scary. I am your loving and decked out in sweet, sweet Valentine's Day gear host, Marshall Hampton. Sitting across from me in a decked out suit looking all peachy keen is my co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth.
1: Marshall, you're so dreamy on this Valentine's Day. <laughs> I just have to say thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: um, and that's pretty much the emotion we kind of left with after watching this movie, because we're just kind of like, what, Ugh. huh? Uh, that movie being Lover's Lane. Lover's Lane. Um, Before, before we get into the movie itself, we are, we're, you know, it's Valentine's Day. So it's a romantic weekend. Uh, So and to celebrate the occasion, we are s- sitting here with a bottle of sweet revenge red wine to celebrate the occasion uh, it just fit so for we're going to taste it for the very first time right now yeah so. just to give
1: you an idea of what this looks like it's just a bottle that says sweet revenge sweet, it says sweet revenge and then sweet red wine yeah. from Michigan it's not a, it. We don't know if it's a chianti we don't know what well, I think it's, it a, it, it's a sweet or red that's what I think I think that's its type it's a I sweet. think it's going to taste it's like nitrine like a, yeah I think it's going <laughs> to taste mad dog or something yeah. like that clink here we, we go, go. It's like syrup.
0: Yeah, like church wine. Nice. Oh, God. Hey, sir. Okay, yeah, syrup. Okay, anyway, that was that. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lover's Lane. Oh, my God. The tagline for this movie is, <laughs> tagline is, there's no such thing as safe sex, um, which is doesn't that fucking That really matter. doesn't really play it in the doesn't. movie at all. There's really not that much sex in this I movie mean, at I,
1: all. I, I guess when you think about it, it kind of pertains to, I guess, the... Original murders, I
0: yeah. Or like having sex in cars on Lovers Lane isn't safe because you're gonna get murdered. But yeah, there, it really is a stretch of a tagline. This movie, wow. Um, now, technically, it says, "All right, let's get this out of the way." The big thing about the cast is, um, it it, it has Anna Faris in it. Stars Anna Faris. Yeah. Um,
1: successful a, actress. You know, everyone knows who Anna Faris yeah. is, so
0: I'm not gonna go into it. But um, this. Some people times it's credited as her first movie role, but technically it's a not. She's actually in a movie, I believe called Eden before this, where she had a bit part and then this one. And then right after this, she did the first scary movie, which launched her career. Right. Ride. Well,
1: no, she, this isn't really a bit part. She's a pretty no. Mean... no Eden was a bit part. You're right. Yeah. So and I
0: thought the way that this was built, like, Oh, I thought it was going to be, Oh, she's going to be like a five minute brawl. She's going to be killed. In the I first thought so minute, too, then, but she's actually has more screen time and more, I think more lines than the technical, technically the main girl of this movie.
1: Right. I totally agree. Yeah. Um,
0: but so here's the thing. it The movie was filmed in 1999 before Scary Movie, but it wasn't released um, until October 25th of 2000. And Scary Movie was released in July of that year. So Scary Movie came out first. And then this one, even though this one was filmed first because it was an independent uh, movie, I think it took a while to actually get picked up for release, which
1: is why there's such a weird imbalance of the dates. So they kind of had the ability to piggyback off of Anna Faris's name. Which is anyway. now,
0: when you look at the DVD cases, it's starring Anna Faris! Mm-hmm. You know, because by the time, the original case, nobody knew who Anna Faris was. Right. She was a no, nobody at the time. Um, So, it's got a runtime of basically just under 90 minutes, or 90 minutes even, so nothing special. Uh, written by Jeff Miller and Rory Veal, and directed by John Stephen Ward. Uh, the cast has some interesting players. A few people uh, you – people would recognize from other things. So the cast isn't that bad for this movie. Um, really, the first people have noticed, um, uh, I would say, is Matt Reedy. I don't know. How, it's R-I-E-D-Y. Uh, he's got 91 credits through his – We butcher everyone. I butcher his name so badly in this. Um, <laughs> but I do know – I remember him because uh, he was in another – Low budget horror movie called The Den, which came out a few years ago, which I do remember seeing that. Um and then the other few up here worth mentioning are uh Riley Smith, who plays Michael Lampson. Uh he's got a pretty decent career. Uh seventy two credits, he's done some big things, like big network primetime shows like Nashville, which is a hit, uh True Detective on HBO, True Blood. Uh he did the remake of nine oh two one oh. He who was, was on- he
1: in True Blood?
0: I don't, I don't know who. That's so
1: interesting. I'm gonna look that up. Um, I mean, that was something my uh, me and my wife watched a lot of. I
0: watched a lot of it too, but I lost it. Excuse the last few seasons. I, I lost track of. uh, He did the short-lived Playboy Club, but that was a big money project for a network. Uh, Joan of Arcadia, 24, and one of my favorites, uh, an early, uh, oh god, what's his name? Uh, Judd Apatow. He did the. He was in Freaks and Geeks, which was a little, you know. Some people don't love it. Geeks. It's so good.
1: Love freezing. I've had the feeling that the majority of our listeners know freezing. Geeks I hope well. so. Yeah. It's such a good show.
0: Um, and then moving on, we have uh, Chloe, uh, Sarah Lancaster played Chloe grief. The oh, blonde girl. Yeah. She, she's also probably well-known. She's got four, six scratch. She was a uh, 91 episodes. She played Ellie Bartowski in Chuck, the hit, which was a kind of a hit series. Uh, she was an Everwood, uh, Scrubs, Catch Me If You Can, at 77th, so, Teacher's Pet, which I think is a low, low budget horror movie or thriller, I think, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Dawson's Creek, Undressed, and she got famous for her role in Saved by the Bell, the new class, yes. which she was in 79
1: episodes. I just can't get to Dawson's Creek.
2: I don't want to wait for <laughs> to over. I don't,
1: yeah, yep. whatever. Sorry, that just <laughs> suddenly sprung into my
0: mind. Uh, and then the only one other person I'm going to make notes is because the crazy amount of things he did is uh, Richard Sanders, who plays Dr. Jack Grief, uh, 73 Ugh. credits. But this guy, if you name an early or like 80s sitcom, he was in it. Uh, I mean, Charles in Charge, Growing Pains, Night Court, Perry Mason, Married with Children.
1: Uh, hold on. Uh, eight is Enough. Was he in that one?
0: No. If he, ah! Well, if he
1: did, I didn't write it down.
0: My script Murder, she wrote... All right, look. Right. Right, Who's the <laughs> Boss, New Heart, Simon, Simon, and W.R.K.P. in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So, I mean, that is like an 80s... Wow. Smorgasbord. Yeah. So... Yeah. All right. That takes care of the you know opening notes. And who can, I'm going to move on. Now, the movie proper... It opens like any good Valentine's Day movie should. It opens on Valentine's Day 13 years ago.
1: thirteen,
0: With two people fucking in a car yeah. on Lover's Lane, and we see boobs in the first 30 seconds. So yep.
1: there, I'm like, all right. So, I'm yeah, they're making start. out a Lover's Lane. And because it had Anna Faris in the book, it's like, oh, my God, am I seeing Anna Faris' side boob? Awesome. Uh, no, no, but some other blonde that no. squeaks a lot and has a voice similar to it. Yeah.
0: Spoiler alert, you, there are no Anna Faris boobs in this. Yeah. Um. So another car pulls up behind the car of the, the banging couple, and at, they start realizing it's not the cops. And they're like, "Oh shit! Where you go? Co- oh no! No, nope, it's not the cops. So fuck it." Where they go, go back, back to making out.
1: out. So yeah, they're making out. No stop making out. No stop until they hear the car door close and somebody get out of the car behind them.
0: Now we see the hook hand from the old. Urban legends like oh, man, the hook you mm-hmm. left the hook got ripped off. So the on girl's the, like blah, putting blah, her clothes
1: blah. back on, and all of a sudden there's a hook hand flashing in the, in the yeah, in and, the and light. It's,
0: it's like it's seen scraping like the point of the hook, um, along the car's windows, right? And then it just like rips through, comes ripping down the, the canvas convertible top, starts w- shredding it apart. Was it
1: even a convertible? I guess I mean, what well, would have had to be, it yeah, rip through a yeah, canvas top, I-
0: it wasn't going to rip through a metal. I, I not that easily. Yeah, just... It's not adamantium. Should've... It's not Wolverine's hook. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Should have done my research on looking at that and see if it was a thing. Before we get into the search tearing up, though, it was kind of funny because the guy did claim he had blue balls because he stopped <laughs> making out. He's like, oh, man, girl, you're going to give me blue balls. I was like, oh, ho, ho, all right. And she goes, ew. He's like, yeah, ew, they're all big and puffy. You know? <laughs> And then they started tearing. I was like, this might be fun. <laughs> then he starts tearing open the, the car. The couple yeah. spills out. They're running away. He's got his pants around his ankles. Yeah, because she's he, got her she's shirt. She's got her
0: top off, her... and she keeps tripping and falling over. And he's it still w- trying, to run with his, trying to pull his pants up. Are the they whole time. running on a
1: slip and slide? Because they just cannot <laughs> stay on their feet. It's not wet outside. No. I don't understand. But they fell over like 12 well, times.
0: Well, I'll give the guy... I'll cut him so like because he's this pants on his ankles trying to run like that. I would say okay, you might fall pretty easy. The girl has no excuse other than just being a dumb blonde who yeah, falls in every just other falling horn, over you left see. and right. Um, <laughs> so,
1: it was comical that they were falling over so
0: much. Yeah, especially for the short amount of distance they actually ran—twelve feet. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: so they make it to the other car, but when they open the door, the blood-covered body of a shirtless guy just falls out. Roll a title card. Mm-hmm. Now the. Cop cars and ambulances are now surrounding this lovers lane, and um which is like you know you're t- it's an overlook. It looks looks over the, the town, the city, or whatever. And we see another car pulls up to the scene, and inside the car is a father and his little girl who's reading a Valentine's Day card she wrote for her mother. Now, first of all, I'm thinking, what kind of father brings her fucking daughter to a goddamn Multiple homicide murder scene, right? That's what a four year old kid needs to be exposed to. He's just like, Just give me a few
1: minutes, darling. I'll be back. Grant, Um, okay, we
0: find out the father is a a cop, he or he's he's a deputy at the time. He becomes sheriff later, but he he, at the time he's a deputy, but still, it's like, Don't bring your kid to a multiple murder scene. That's just awful parenting. So the father, um. He he's on his way to, and he's stopped by a, a detective, a guy in a trench coat and like a hat. So he looks like I a, thought like, it was
1: a detective, but it, yeah, it, yeah. He,
0: he, he looks he, like he, he looks like a
1: detective. He looks like Columbo. Yeah, straight yeah. up detective mm-hmm. style yeah. look. Trench coat, hat on, and at like, a murder scene. Yeah, it's a detective. It's a fucking
0: detective, right? And he's like, no, don't don't go over there. You don't want to see this. And he's trying yeah. to hold him back, and, he and just, he's trying to hold him back. Like, no, don't go. And he just pushes by mm. him, and he, he approaches the first covered body. And another cop bends over to unzips the body and uh, the body bag. And back upon seeing the body of the woman, this cop says, oh, that must have hurt. So, and no,
1: it's, it's, it, <laughs> he opens up the body bag and he goes, no! <laughs> and then you find out it's his wife. Yeah, the, it's, it's his, his wife. It's, it's the wife of the cop who And just the mother. With, yeah, yeah, the mother the mother wife. little girl. Yeah. And he, the overacting is just through the roof. I mean, it looks like he got struck by a bolt of lightning. no! <laughs> <gasps> <gasps> And then the other cop... Like, I was just waiting for, like, a rainstorm to hit him, like, rip his shirt over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The overacting (laughs) was just off the charts. And then, you're right, that deputy just goes, wow, that must have hurt. Yep. And it's just like, what? (laughs) What (laughs) (laughs) the fuck is that? Like, regard, like, jeez. And so... That's not even a funny joke.
0: No, no. And So the cop then, like, just attacks. The father attacks a dumbass cop. And the detective... Has to like separate them, and the father goes back to overracking and crying over yeah. his Oh, you know,
1: oh, oh Like, like it's almost like bad stage acting, you know? Uh, like, just yeah. off the charts. He's trying to make sure the people in the back row hear him, and he's just, <laughs> ah! yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know? Yeah, that, that's kind of a
0: good example. Yeah. I, I've seen playing that in my days of theater. Yeah. Um. So we basically find out that his wife was having an affair up on lover's lane with her lover who now we assume is the, the dead shirtless guy who fell out of the car. Now some other cops who are there. Find a man in the woods. who turns out to be a guy by the name of Ray Hennessy. Now the detective guy says he knows him and says that Ray has extreme non Paraphilic sexual attachment.
1: Very good. Yeah, I did, I heard that. I was like, blah, blah, what? I was like, I'm not even gonna go back. I, I I went don't. back and like, okay, I need.
0: This is fine. important. I went back like three times to make sure I had exactly looked it up. E2, Like, well, what's that? it?
1: It doesn't not, exist. It doesn't really exist. Didn't I mean, there's so.
0: paraphilia, but non paraphilic sexual attachment is, I don't know. It, it's. I well, don't then
1: think he has a very unique diagnosis. Yes.
0: So he says that he tried. To, and then the so the detective, and I was like, he tried to turn his affection away from Harriet, the wife, and he thought that his this guy's therapy was working. So, how is this? It's like, it's so, fucking weird. So,
1: right off the bat, we have a murdered wife, a distraught cop a detective who turns out to really not be a detective, to be a therapist. Yeah. You know, and I'm like all within the first like three minutes of this scene or movie, you know, yeah. minute of this three minutes of this movie. Yeah. And I'm like, Whoa, everything's just going so It's fast. a lot to keep track of. And then they pan over to the little girl walking over like the cop, the, the, the father cop is so <laughs> distraught. No one's around. And the little girl comes walking up and she's wearing like a Valentine's outfit and she's got a box of chocolates and she puts it on her mom's dead corpse and then goes, Happy Valentine's Day, Mom. Yeah, I'm we, <laughs> gonna count.
0: We're gonna talk about that, right. but I just—it's probably not funny more. But for me, it was funny because I, I my note on talking about what the para, non paraphilic sexual dead I was like, I tried looking this up, but Google basically said, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> <'Cause> that's like, <laughs> that the results I got from Google search. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So the girl mm-hmm. gets out of the car, crosses the yellow this, this, crime screen tape, this
1: chaotic scene, just and-
0: walks right up to a dead body. And I'm like, how would this even happen?
1: What's a box of chocolates on it?
0: Where are hey, the Mom. cops? Like, wh- <laughs> who, yeah. why
1: aren't there paramedics around the place? Why aren't there people watching that keep the kid back? And
0: But <laughs> I did
1: notice. I think they're trying to calm down the cop from overacting. Oh, yeah. yeah. uh,
0: I did notice that in the background while the girl's walking up, there is some guy just leaning up against the back of an ambulance who just watches the girl approach That's the right. Body. Yeah. He just leans yeah. with his arms folded, leaning against it. he just watches he just like, whoa, maybe I should stop this girl from he seeing this like dead yeah, body. Hold
1: on. I'm gonna let her traumatize herself for life. Yep.
0: let like, yep. I'm gonna see how this
1: plays out. <laughs> Chocolates on the chest, bingo. She's damaged good. <laughs> I don't now. think it
0: was chocolate. I thought it was just her Valentine's Day card.
1: Well, whatever. Yeah.
0: Um. So we jump to the present day, and the little girl is now grown up, and she's in high school, and she's sitting on the front steps of the school reading. She's a bookworm kid.
1: All right. So I knew a lot of kids in high school and stuff, and the bookworm types. You know where they didn't st- sit? The front steps. Of school. Right in the middle of the front steps where everyone's trying to walk in. Yeah. Exactly. They're hiding in the cafeteria or something. Exactly.
0: If, first of all, if you're mm-hmm. the bookworms in high school, at let's be honest, nothing wrong there. But let's be honest, in high school, they're the ones that are, nerd what you're reading. Yeah. Get that. You're not going to sit front and center where every where person, every walks, just, single person, it's basically like putting you. a bullseye on yeah. you for every
1: bully in school. Yeah. Or or just like if you don't want to get like gain attention, don't sit in the middle of the fucking steps. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> so she's watching all the cute boys go past, and. We noticed, you know, she lingers on this blonde kid who's basically like the Zach Morris of this movie. He he does have a Jonathan Brandon,
1: Tyler Thomas, whatever. Oh yeah, kind of look to him. Uh, the yeah, yeah,
0: he does. Um, so we cut the principal Penny Lamson. Now Lamson, if you, I'll remind you, is the last name of the guy that, uh, the cop's wife had an affair with in the opening. That's the new name that was shouted out, and you find out her son is the cute blonde guy that her daughter that the the daughter was looking at on the front steps, the Zach
1: Morris. And just keep it in f- mind, listening this, this film is so convoluted and kind of hard to keep up with as far as like, who's doing what and what's doing who. Yeah. There's it's hard. It's going to be hard for us to explain.
0: Yeah. There are some really weird, poorly done things in this movie. And we get another quick jump to a guy and a cheerleader, just these making out on the back step somewhere when another guy, and another cheerleader played by Anna Faris. This is their first, we her. she's in her cheerleader outfit, walk up now. The blonde guy and his friend, Zach Morris or whatever, join the other four. It, so it's all I basically kind of get. This is like the group meme for the first time. Introduce the characters. So we get
1: to see the cool kids.
0: And they, they're talking about their upcoming plans for the weekend, Valentine's Day. They're going to party. Yeah. Now out comes Zach Morris's girlfriend, blonde,
1: Chloe. Uh, Her name's Chloe in the movie. So, yeah, the way they shoot her is like, I mean, it's just like, Ba, 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 yeah, she, ba, 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 she, she gets ba, like the ba, ba, slow ba, ba, motion yeah. walk
0: down the the hallway. It's like flipping the hair back. Like she's like queen. And right this off school. the bat, she's
1: like, here comes the bad girl.
0: Yeah. Well, not even the bad girl, but here comes like the popular like prom queen. She's got a bad girl vibe going though. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not saying, but when I think bad girl, I'm thinking she's like.
1: And she's not wearing leather torn, jacket. that leather yeah, jackets,
0: yeah. torn jeans. She's like very, very well dressed, very preppy, very trendy. And so she comes up and basically as soon as she arrives, everyone leaves. And she meant. Because, like, nah, we don't really like her. And she mentions something about how the Valentine's Day dance and the gym looks so tacky and stupid, so we're not going to go to the dance. Um,
1: we're not going to do that, dumb shit. Yeah, exactly. So, Bye.
0: Zach Morris, or really, his name's Michael, but it took me forever to figure out what this fucking so you name just call was. him Zach Morris. Yeah, I, fine. I basically call him yeah. Zach Morris for Moses. He mentions that to his friend, who's, like, the preppy, trendy, like, boy band wannabe-looking guy in a way. He mentions to his friend Brad that he's like he need he wants to break up with Chloe because Chloe left. He's like oh, I gotta break She's up with her. She's just too crazy. Yeah. So we jump now to Menston, Meston State Hospital, where we found out that this is where we found out the man that I thought was the detective in the very opening of the movie. The therapist is yeah. actually a psychologist therapist at the state mental hospital, which is weird. So at first I'm first like, why would he even be at this crime scene in the first place before the cops? I it. It blows my mind, because they set him up like he's a fucking detective, not a therapist. Like, it really... I don't understand why he would be there. Especially because they didn't have a suspect at when, they, when he first... Shot. It was not like, oh, we have a suspect, you need yeah. to come in and, and check this guy out. It was like, they found the suspect after he was already there.
1: That's true. But I'm, I'm going off on a limb here. Maybe it's because it was the deputy's wife, and they wanted him to be there for their brother's... A half so, brothers, yeah, whatever, but still, yeah, that comes out later. That they uh, yeah, that comes out in the wash later on, anyway.
0: So, anyway, so we've he's the therapist. He we learned his name here is Dr. Grief, spelled G R E F E, and that he's Ray Hennessy's doctor.
1: Now, and Ray Hennessy is supposed to be the murderer,
0: yeah. He's the guy who said like he's the one who murdered everybody. And so, he, this, this scene, is,
1: I like this scene, I like the way it was shot. Because they have them sitting in a chair and they had the lighting coming through the bars it looked really cool. I oh, like you the- mean the light in this
0: gigantic yeah. fucking circular room of a cell? Yes. It's like the club med of yeah. prison cells. <laughs> this thing is
1: huge. It is huge. Like most
0: prison wards or, or, or cells or even pad rooms, they're what? Maybe a six by eight, six by. Eight. I don't even know. I've never been one, but they're normally. They're tiny. The they're tiny. Tight. Yeah. This thing is huge. It's bigger than this room. It is bigger than. Most living rooms or right. bedrooms, it, it's gigantic. And it's got like a nice curved wall. He's got two chairs and a bench that wraps around the wall. Three big, bright windows that let in the light. It's yeah, like,
1: which in a very cool like crisscross kind of manner. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: like, what the fuck? So anyway, um, Hennessy, or, or, or Grief, is kind of like, at first I thought, okay, he's going to be kind of like the Dr. Loomis of this movie. That's what I thought, too. Because he's sitting there talking to him, and he even rips off Loomis' lines. like, he's talking about... Oh, you let your inner rage, that madness—what it's—you're filled with it, like just the same shit Loomis spouted off of Michael Myers, right, in the first Halloween. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to get Hansi to talk about why he killed the people at Lover's Lane thirteen years ago. He's trying to get him to admit
1: it. Yeah, tell me that you did it. I need to hear the words. And he was even saying things to the effect of "You can be free now, dude." He's meant like physically or psychologically. Yeah. Regardless, I, he's saying you can be free. I think it's you probably do, psychologically. All yeah. you can do, all you have to do, is say it. And he just, and then you just see him go raw and try and lunch but he doesn't scream. He no, he just it. lunges. He lunges, and then it's the most anticlimactic lunge ever. Well, he is yeah.
0: completely shackled but down, it's,
1: but you don't hear that snap of the chain. You just hear him go, Egh.
0: yeah. Egh. And you Egh. notice his—he doesn't have a hook. He yeah. has a press, a prosthetic, prosthetic
1: hand on his right hand. Um, it was, so, that was supposed to be the scare. Of yeah, that lunge like, but there's no chain sound effects. There's no raw. There's no grunt. It's just Egh. 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 Oh, sit down. <laughs> 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 it's really anticlimactic. Yeah.
0: So now we go back to the school and we're in the pool. So, this school is a big prep school. It's got an indoor it's pool.
1: It's got an Olympic
0: sized yeah. pool because they have a swim team. And so, the swim team is practicing in the background. And Zach Morris and his group are hanging out in the bleachers talking. And the camera switches to Chloe as she walks past the window and she behind the room. is
1: on a mission.
0: And she's just walking straight she lines. She's strutting, man. And uh, Morris does mention, Zach Morris <laughs> basically mentions as she walks by, like, she's been acting differently lately. And Chloe finds her Mo, Zach Morris's friend Bradley sitting outside by himself and who says he's sorry to hear about the bad news and Chloe's like, "What were you fucking talking about?" and so he's like, "Oh, yeah, Michael's gonna break up with you and she's like, "Fuck and she she storms the fuck off and we get a quick scene of Anna Ferris talking to Mandy, who is the four year old we saw mm-hmm. earlier, grown up the bookworm. They're talking about vending machines and Anna Faris's character is basically interested in the Zach Morris guy, Michael. She's like, she's the new girl at school. And it's Chloe storms in the pool yelling, who the
1: fuck do you think you are, Michael? And, and she doesn't stop. She no. does not stop no, her no, walk. Cause,
0: cause she, Michael is like right at the edge of the pool. It's like, it's like oh, she's just going to run in. She's going to push, push him push yeah, me No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> she straight up Ray Lewis fucking tackles yes, this guy she into does. the pool. <laughs>
1: she's like, how dare you break up with me, motherfucker? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> into the pool. And then she doesn't stop. She pu- She's trying to drown she him pulls, in the pool. She's She's swinging. Trying to she's smacking him in the head. Yeah, they have an underwater shot where they're kind of like smacking each other. Yeah. Like she's out to get him. Exactly.
0: I mean they had the broken like the the swim like the swim team other coach and other had other, to like jumping jump in into the pool to break him like, up, break him yeah. up. And uh so Nick, now they're sitting outside the principal's office and she's she tells him like you're gonna pay for this. How dare you break up with me? Now in comes Doctor Grief with a giant-ass Doberman Pitch- pincher dog. Why? For some reason. Why? Which, and no one ever mentions this or comments that he's just walking on this giant dog in a high school.
1: Yeah, it's not a therapy dog. No, it's not a seeing-eye dog. It's just a giant,
0: yeah, beast There's of a dog. Exactly. It's like why are you? I, it makes no sense. And so in the office is Principal Lamson, uh, who was Michael's mother. It was Zach Morris, the guy. The new sheriff, which is the cop in the main, who is now the sheriff of the town or county or whatever, he's the yeah, sheriff. The overacting cop, yeah, Manny's dad, and Doctor Grief, who we find out is Chloe's dad. Um, the principal tells Grief that she thinks Chloe is an, needs serious anger management, and he gets really defensive. About he's like, "Fuck you," and that maybe Michael should be arrested, yeah, because mid- he, he could be a sexual deviant like his father was.
1: So he's. And you kind of get the attitude right off the bat that this doctor is a dick, you know, <laughs> and he tends to, you know, being a shrink, he tends to just analyze the shit out of everyone. And he lets them know right to their face.
0: Yeah. Um. So Penny, the principal says that Chloe's been suspended for a week. Grief leaves. And now we learn that Sheriff Anderson, this is where we learn that the sheriff and grief are half brothers. So everybody's kind of got some kind of connection, six degrees of Kevin Bacon there's thing a, going a, yeah, on Yeah, there's a movie. lot of,
1: like, I couldn't tell who was related, who wasn't, who's it opponent, who. It gets confusing. Who, is there like, you need, like, a, a flow chart or something. Like, really? Like,
0: one of those things on the walls, like, a pin and string lean to each right, people's right, pictures. Right, right, to figure right. this like out. A, like
1: a rough cut family tree, yeah. Yeah.
0: So outside Janelle, which is Anna Ferris's character, is talking with Mandy, and Dr. Grief walks up with this giant fucking dog. And she tells Manny that she's looking more and more like her mother every day. And he does it in a real
1: creepy way. Yeah. He, like, kneels down and gets, oh, yeah, you're looking more uh, like your mother every day. Like, blah, 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 and you know. he
0: walks off, and Chloe's found him, and they get into the car and drive off.
1: Hey, little girl, you like older men? No, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And Manny basically tells, you know, that Chloe's dad is the shrink of the hospital and that her mother had killed herself for some reason, which I don't know if we ever even figure out that later. But if we do, we'll talk about it later. I just when we threw talk. that in for dramatic effect. Yeah. Because you're talking about how she's like, Chloe's such a, like the queen bitch and she's varsity of the like crazy team or something like that. It's the, you know, like whatever. And, and this way right, I, I would mention, like I said earlier, Janelle is the new girl and she's new to the town. She's new to the school, but somehow she's already on the cheerleading team, which I thought was weird. Like if you just moved it, like how are you already a cheerleader? if you So just moved it's, here? it's
1: pretty funny. My wife kind of said, was watching some of this and she's just kind of like, huh? I noticed that she wears that cheerleading outfit everywhere. Yeah. She must have been pretty happy that she made the squad. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's like, yeah, I was on the cheerleading squad too. Well, and there I were mean, a few people who wore their cheerleading.
0: Well, I remember in high school, there were days where, like, like spirit like cheerleaders had to wear uniforms to school every, like that, they had, like the whole team did. Like that's, that's not uncommon. But throughout the whole movie. Well,
1: which <laughs> <laughs> she does. Well, let but me tell you, I was through this
0: because this movie is confusing. And I was like, how long does this fucking, what, what's the time span of this movie? And then I realized, because I had to go back and watch it. And I watched them all the time, technically the modern period when it jumps to present day it does take place all in one day so if she's wearing the, the to school she i i i let that slide that she's wearing they're wearing the same clothes cuz it is take place in one day now why she did to change it after school to go out partying that's a bigger question that's what i'm talking about that okay that's what i'm talking about okay that okay that makes yeah so um we now we get to penny who's dropping off a newly grounded michael at their house Saying that uh, I love you and all this, but I have to ground you because this ain't because you're suspended. Which I don't understand. Like he didn't do anything. He would just st- he, he he broke, broke up, with the, up girl, with the girl, and he gets assaulted and tackled and, and nearly drowned in a pool. But he still gets suspended. Is this this is one of those bullshit rules? Like school like, well, no matter if you're involved in anything, no matter what your role is, you're suspended now. So you're punching the victims first, exactly, it, which yeah. is bullshit. Um. So we go back to the mental hospital where we find that Dr. Grief is in his office signing copies of his books Portrait of a Killer.
1: All right, so he's got his office and in his office is like under a glass, glass like display, display case, case. Yes is a fucking hook. Yeah. How morbid and, like, sick yeah, it is, is that? Yeah, it's
0: the hook from that the murder weapon from the beginning, which, again, is bullshit, because that was a murder weapon, that would be in an evidence closet somewhere, tucked away in a police station, not sitting in this guy's office. Even so. if it's
1: not, it's still just, even if it's a replica, it's still a morbid, sick thing. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Um, so... Suddenly, and this alarm's going yeah, up. Alar- and Alarm goes it, off, and off. It sounds like the subs about, like a sub is about to die. Like, <laughs> like really loud, really, it's just going over and over yeah. and over again.
0: And at first, grief doesn't really care. He's like, it's at first, it's more of an annoyance. He's like, ah, God, what's now? What's going on now? So he does go out to see what's happening, and eventually he starts speeding up. Like, oh, okay, we got, we got to go check on Hansy, and he gets an orderly and they head to Hennessy's cell. And they find another dead orderly who's, for some reason, left ankle is broken, like a 90 degree angle, which looks weird. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why his ankle is so busted up like that. Because I, I mean... he's bleeding from, like, the neck or the head. There's blood on his upper body. But, like, I don't get the ankle. Like, why? Maybe they... that was the
1: actor's trick. He's like, check it out. I got a trick ankle. Yeah, look Bloop. what I can do. Bloop. And like, ooh, go. keep, Good. keep Do that. that. Yeah, do that. <laughs> he's like, sweet. Yeah. This is my big, stu- is my big chance. Yeah. <laughs> 90 degree angle so wow.
0: basically in the cell is written on the wall in this... blood is prison food sucks <laughs> that's his big threatening S- message not S- I'm gonna kill you or I, I I'm innocent. Like, prison food sucks this, so this is your a that's big why broke chance <laughs> to have your moment of of of, of revenge and yeah, coming make back make
1: statement you know be intimidating or something like nope nope hey guys guess what your food fucking sucks <laughs> Prison food sucks, and then from from just that, the doc walks up to the wall and sees a picture of his daughter, It's a newspaper Chloe. clipping. Newspaper, from newspaper yeah. she
0: wants something like the town's beauty, beauty pageant or something, or something like that. that. Yeah. And, and he
1: just goes, oh no, Chloe. Chloe. How does he... One, why the fuck did he let that guy put that on the yeah, goddamn no wall in the he first he be allowed place? to have that on his wall.
0: That'd oh. be like a big no-no. I think that'd be a big red flag. And then how do you get
1: the idea like, oh no, he's coming after Chloe. Yeah, I, yeah, again,
0: it's a stretch. Because his think. message is... Prison food prison
1: sucks. Prison food sucks. It's I not they, mean, like, oh,
0: he's going to get, he's gonna go to fucking Arby's or Wendy's right. to get a goddamn burger. That's where he's going right now. Yeah. Or you're Applebee's to get a steak or something. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> not gonna go, like, go on a killing spree. He's gonna get some food.
1: I don't know, man. That's pretty debatable. If you're going to Applebee's after you know. that, right, prison I, food must be really bad. I was just
0: thinking. I don't know the town. Yeah. I was thinking a change like a small <laughs> town would probably have. So, <laughs> um, so now it jumps back to grief's office. And the glass display case has been completely shattered, and the hook is gone. So that's the big reveal. The hook's gone now. So with more jumping around, Sheriff Anderson shows up at the school to tell Penny, the principal, that Hennessy has escaped, that he's out. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, oh, shit,
1: what do we do? It's funny. They just go, he's out. He's out. And it's like... (laughs) Uh, who? This is 13 years ago. I mean, can you give him a little more information? Yeah, like, who's out? But, yeah. He's out. Like, <gasps> they hardly say his name. No, they really ever yeah, do. Yeah, that's why I was, like, confused. I mean, I really didn't know who was till close so, to the end.
0: <laughs> one of the guys in the core group, his name's Doug. They, 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 they're walking down the staircase, and he, like, for some stupid-ass reason, he pulls out from under his shirt a six-pack of Bud Light, which he drops one on the stairs and it shatters, and he's right in front of the principal. <laughs> And, and she's,
1: she's so calm, she's like, Come with me, silly. Like, Come
0: on. And I'm like, first of all, what kind of dumbass brings a fucking six pack to school and not just bring it to school, but walk around in the hallways with it underneath your shirt. That's but, the stupidest move. Like that's, that's
1: what backpack's are for, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But still, like Keep your beer in your saying backpack I didn't, like I'm a normal shirt. I, I, I won't lie to say I never drank in high school, but I didn't bring it to fucking school with me i yeah. didn't walk around and, and, and within my backpack going to my shirt oh it's this oh fucking retard so we go to, michael is back in his room at the house he's on the phone talking with tim who by the way tim is probably the most useless boring character most of these characters are pretty boring have very low. they're personality. really bad but tim is just too. like a goddamn bump on a log is just completely void of any personality whatsoever doesn't matter and he tells him to meet him at the Speedy Mart at nine o'clock. That's, that's really the only thing you need to know from this scene. Next scene. So I'm skipping ahead a little bit because so much, nothing happens for so long in this movie. And the main group is now at the local bowling alley and they're all bowling. And Doug starts talking about the hook guy and it, you know, like the urban legends like, Oh, did you hear this? No, this is how the story went. And, Each person has like a different version of the story and and how he escaped. Now, which has become like big news, but so painters, like all, everybody has a different version of how he escaped prison, all this stuff. And one of the stories touches on how Hennessy lost his hand and how his face got all burnt. And I I totally forgot to mention this, but when we first see him, he's got like, not just like a Nick Fury eye patch, but it's like a, like a a black thing that covers like almost the entire left half of his face. And they never explain why, but and then they say his hand, like something exploded, like firecrackers, and his face got all burnt, which <laughs> is now why he wears this like gigantic, large face patch or I, I don't...
1: <laughs> face patch. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't know what else to call yeah. it. So after that scene, it jumps to the triple X. Root Beer Cafe, right now, which is a weird name for like the town, like hot dog stand, like triple X, because it's that's the big thing. It's, it's like big triple, neck three boom, gigantic boom, boom. X is like,
1: and then root beer. <laughs> and this is a real place, yeah, because it's so big. I mean, they didn't make this. this is no, a that had to be probably a real place. Yeah, this is a low budget movie, and they're like, sweet, you want to shoot a beer? I mean, you can see that from road? You're Bam. thinking, oh, that's a porn shop? Yeah, you see that front? You can see that from because the screen, the the display is gigantic. It's huge. Yeah. So Chloe is there with Bradley, even though we just saw her at
0: the Boeing Alley, like less than 30 seconds ago. She went from the bowling Alley to here, like just teleportating, you know, zapping Mm -hmm. around. And the two of them are making out in a booth while this perverted, creepy deputy watches on from his own booth and when I make out he's licking his tongue
1: he's like
0: no he's licking his tongue he's like making kissy face like this guy is a creep big time and he's getting he's practically just getting off on watching these two teenagers make out and it's to the
1: point where it's not even making out because she's like mounting him in the she's booth, She's straddling him I mean, in the booth. I mean, and yeah. as a cop in the in a small town, if I was eating there, I'd look at the cop like, "Hey, go fucking yeah, take do care of job, spray them with a the goddamn hose yeah. or something," you know. But he's getting into it. He's like rubbing his dick. Yeah, yeah I, I bet he was, was right dude. under the table. And so even
0: Anderson, like his like, oh, he's not gonna do it because my uncle's the sheriff, Blah blah blah. And so the sheriff actually walks in, looks right at, which is apparently now his niece, Net- Yeah, basically fucking a guy in a booth. And he just kind of goes, <laughs> eh. <laughs> and this is, Kids. God, it's fucking bonkers. This is the, like, what's wrong with these parents,
1: these, the adults in this town? It's, I, it's, I, it's really weird. And the funny thing is, is that. The pervert cop talks to the uncle and he's just like, Yeah, you see that, I wish I was her daddy. And he goes, Why would you oh, wish yeah. that? And then he goes, So I could spank her when exactly. she gets home. And then he's like he's like, like oh. saying, that's my fucking niece asshole. No, or a just, teenage girl. No. Or like, what's wrong with you? He just kinda goes, Ha ha ha, ha Exactly.
0: Ah. I'm like, Get this fucker off the force. How'd he even pass the the entry what exam? What's
1: going on?
0: This oh my god. <laughs> it's, a, oh, it's scary. That might be the scariest thing in this movie. That guy's a police officer. Um, So, uh, (laughs) and so basically Anderson tells the deputy, hey, I need you to watch her tonight. Mm -hmm. Not like that. Just keep her safe.
1: And this is another thing is you just heard your deputy talk about how basically he wants to fuck this girl. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, oh, ha ha. Why don't you keep an eye on her all night tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa.
0: That's. So again, I'm skipping ahead a few scenes. And Doug, the guy who got caught the the beer, he now gets caught masturbating in a bathroom stall by Chloe, who tells him to make sure that Michael finds her and Brad at Lover's Lane later tonight. So,
1: I guess this was kind of like her attempt to blackmail him. Like, yeah. Like, if you don't have Michael up at Lover's Lane at 9 o'clock or whatever, uh, you know, she never says it.
0: No, she's like, your secret's safe with me, just make mm. sure you do this. Yeah, you she, know what?
1: I jerked off everywhere when I was in high school. <laughs> I just be like, "Yeah, you got me." Uh, who you gonna tell- Everyone knows. Fine, you know. And his
0: jerk off material is like this folded up little piece of like paper that he pulls out of his like, wallet. It's basically from, like a Victoria's Seer- Secret model. It's or like something. a Sears yeah. brawl. catalog. Yeah, it's yeah. Sears or something. It's like crap. Um. So moving forward, Doug asks Mandy to be his date for the Lovers Lane party. And he has no game because he basically asked me by saying he's desperate for a date for the party and that he made a bet that he would that he's like he asked me like, oh, like the bet was I guess he wouldn't have a date. So he was like, I have to win this bet by having a date and that neither one of them have had a date in six months or more. And so why not? I'm like, wow, this guy is a fucking
1: Romeo. Yeah, well, they kind of imply that too, is that he's a joke. But anyway, but she yeah. agrees to it. She's like, yeah. All right. Whatever. She's like, cool. All right. Yeah. Let's do this. Now, interesting. Now, now we also establish now that since the, so that means that Mandy and Chloe are cousins. You're. I didn't even think about that. But
0: you're right. Yeah. They would
1: be. They'd be cousins. Yeah. So you see how this is such a fucking. Mess. I didn't even
0: think about that one. Holy yeah. shit, they are. Yeah. <laughs> and she like, and Toy like hates her. Like they, yeah. they yeah. everybody except for like Anna Ferris, like just constantly picks on Who's on the, on new Mandy. Girl. Yeah, the yeah. man. Yeah. And she was like, she's nice. Why y'all pick on her yeah. so much? And she's like, shut up new girl or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so we cut to Penny and Michael talking in his bedroom. And basically it's, it's bullshit. Basically as soon as she leaves, he sneaks out the window to go meet his friends. And, we go back to Chloe and Brad who make a stop at the Speedy Mart and she tells him to meet
1: her around back while she goes inside. So this is 1999, 98 when this was filmed. It was filmed in 99. Yeah. 99. Gas is $1.39. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Maybe, gas is yeah, yeah. Pretty cheap. it's that's it's how I it's actually probably about that same price right now. Right now,
0: which is a rarity, but yeah, I mean it yeah, it, you can always tell that, yeah. you tell movies so, date like what year was by yeah. like the gas prices. Um so she goes inside and she's walking down the aisle and she sees somebody kind of bent over behind the counter. Or something she's like, "Oh hey, how you doing?" And walks on. But as soon as she walks past this, uh, it turns out to be Hennessy who just killed somebody because we see a body of somebody fall out from behind the counter of the aisle, like a clerk or something, and kind yeah. of get dragged behind the uh, the. Um,
1: and then you see him stand up, and he's still wearing the mental institution, yeah, like, like state
0: hospital, mess with you with a hood. And I was like,
1: right, it's like a jumpsuit, yeah, with the. I mean, it's the most. Inconspicuous, yeah. Like, outfit, why haven't you, know? you changed clothes right? Yet? Like you standing out like a sore fucking thumb. exactly with your goddamn mental institution jumpsuit or, or, and your fucking hook hand, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> God damn
0: it. <laughs> so now the deputy he pulls up, he follows Chloe into the store where he finds the store is pretty much completely empty and he's like. And he follows her to the back, and he comes to a door that's just been like just beat to shit, like it's been stabbed and, and broken into, possibly hooked. Yeah, hooked. And now that makes it. When I say door, air quotes, I mean a pe- basically a piece of sheet wood that they just like attach attached hinges, yeah. and it plays a real door. Because there's no doorknob on this thing whatsoever.
1: It is. It's exactly what it is. And it's a sheet, you know. It's
0: not even the size of a door because there's like a foot gap between
1: the floor and this piece of wood. It's like pressed particle board. Exactly. Yeah, like, it's like,
0: really? Really? So, anyway, the W ends up in the back storage area, which, of course, has like no lighting whatsoever. Yeah. And turn just,
1: on the light. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, like, a long hallway for yeah, some reason. like storage, you know, where they keep extra soda and are going to think like was, that back there. I really don't think... And yeah. you can totally tell it's a not. The same the building. Because I've place.
0: never seen a convenience store that has a hallway that's, like, longer no. than the building itself yeah. for
1: storage. So he walks back. Nothing's there. He, and it is stretched out. It is this very is stretched out. forever. And we're going to try and go faster. So he finds out there's nothing there. But there's another... There's a thing behind a curtain. It's Maybe a window. There's another window It's like area. a little window. But you don't even know if it's a window, because he go he starts to like go through the window. He gets up to about his waist. He's climbing up into the window, and all of a sudden, rah, He just yeah. starts shaking, gets wiggling, killed, and then you guess he's dead because but you don't see anything happen. No, to him. you don't really see
0: how. All we can assume is that he gets a hook in the face, like up you through hear, the chin or something. You hear the noises,
1: and, but it's like you have to use your imagination. Yeah. Just, you you don't see shit. nothing, and now, the only ha, thing you
0: see is about. Three drops of blood that hit the floor as he's left yeah. dangling in this yeah. window open so
1: space our, or something. I guess second killed since the sort prisoner of? escaped. Yeah, which, again, you don't even see. You just see a body yeah. on the floor. And this is kind of, you really don't see what happens here either. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So we see Hennessy get into the deputy's SUV and drive off right as the other group pulls up in Doug's car. Now, Michael just pops up from nowhere. He's like, hey, guys. And that pissed me off because wouldn't Michael just have seen the escaped mental patient just get into the SUV and drive off? Because there's like less than like five seconds when the SUV drives off and this one pulls in. And Michael's like, as soon as they pull in, he's like, hey guys, I'm here. So that means he would have been standing out front that whole time watching that SUV pull yeah, It's away. funny.
1: I never thought about that. That's a good point. Yeah. Anyway,
0: Michael gets in and they drive off. Um. Now... I do want again, I want to ask another question because there's so many questions with this movie. Like, I don't understand what the point of Chloe g- stopping at the Martin in the first place even was. She walks in. She doesn't get anything. She walks in and walks back, and you never see her ever. You don't see her leave. You don't see her pick up anything. I don't understand what's the point of her even being in that store. I don't get it. It made no sense to me.
1: You're right. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. When she got out of the car, she said to the dry guy driving, D- "Brad, meet yeah. me in the back. Meet me around back." So did she? Was he, Were they trying to lose the deputy? I don't know because if they're trying to lose the deputy, that it does this why it doesn't
0: work because deputy would still know that. We'll just watch the car drive around the back of the convenience store. I don't know. It just it just it's, makes this a pointless. That's why it, we're doing this movie because yeah, it's fucking it, it, horrible. I don't get it. So anyway, now we jump into Chloe and Brad at Lover's Land. They're making out. But for some reason, I don't know about your... We actually watched this. I should have said, normally at the beginning of the show, we say where you can find this movie. Well, it's not streaming anywhere. It's not on Netflix. It's not on Amazon. I actually bought physical copies of this DVD. I got for like five bucks off of Amazon. So I was like, fuck it, whatever. Um... But the film quality, suddenly so went from
1: average or whatever to just complete shit. So they're in... They're, like, it, I was like, what happened? Which is the worst time yeah. to go to complete shit because we actually get to see, or maybe, maybe see some boobies because I, it's like the most... It's like she takes... She, they're making out... Oh, and, wait, now we
0: get to that yet, but I know what's yeah. coming up. But it gets The grainy. film quality is
1: just off it looks like almost rain spots yeah it's you know? so
0: grainy and she, mm. it looks like something that was filmed like the 60s or something right, or like right.
1: or when it was like candle like, stag- like Kennedy assassination quality yeah. film it's yeah it's like what is going on so yeah they're making out and she's and he's he's starting to have a conscious come about well, he's like I yeah, can't make and they, out with you I can't you know but they
0: also hear somebody make out in the woods that's what yeah. stops him first mm-hmm. or not making out walking in the woods he's like oh what's that and then he starts that's when Bradley starts having his second thoughts about banging Chloe and Chloe isn't having it because yeah. she's like, she tells him like, she's the best piece of ass in this town. Right. And what's it going to sound like when she tells everyone at school that he's just another loud mouth with a limp dick. He tells her this. She tells him this while taking off her shirt. Now we do get more boobs here, but again, the picture quality is so
1: shitty. Are they boobs or you, were they like an alien space sighting? Cause I couldn't can, tell the difference. Yeah. You
0: can barely see. Yeah. Now Brad hears another noise from outside and he's like, that's it. We're leaving so I'm like, all right, Brad's actually all right, smart there. But Chloe's like, fuck, no, you're not. <laughs> and she's not having that at all. Give me that dick. Because she basically <laughs> says, you're going to fuck me now, you <laughs> faggot ass. <laughs> no, she's, she tells him that he's going to fuck her now or she's going to kill his faggot
1: ass. That's the line. <laughs> Nothing gets me hard like death threats. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Call me gay and threaten my life. That gets me, <laughs> get <laughs> me, me going. Come on, girl. <laughs> so... <laughs> We're back in the sheriff's station and Penny comes in, and tells Aniston that Michael is now missing. And they end up talking a little bit about each of the spouse's murder from a long time ago and how both of them were being cheated on. But Penny still sort of believed that she was not being cheated on. That her husband, what whose name is Ward was not cheating on her at all.
1: Why? Who? Why hold, why carry that torch? Yeah. You know, I don't know.
0: And it, I don't know, I guess the ending at some point, but yeah, who fucking knows? Um, so Anderson now calls home to check on Manny, but of course he gets no answer cause she's out partying with the group. And speaking of the group, they all arrive at lover's lane in Doug's car. And Michael notices Brad's car, like just up ahead of him. And Tim and Doug said, Hey, let's go mess with him. Let's go make, just get, get him. Let's harass him. And they get out and they run off towards, uh, Brad's car. Now the rest of them sit in the car and they talk and they bicker for a bit. Uh, before doug comes back with an injured and bloody tim hanging hanging over him yeah and they're like oh my god help and they're freaking out And then, but long it's fucking it's just a prank it's just fucking ketchup on a shirt and they're just bullshitting so doug and tim now say, like, let's go back and mess with brad some more let's do it for real this time yeah so they get the brad they get up to the car and they fling open the door and Brad and Chloe aren't there. They're gone.
1: It's empty. It's, but there's some sweet, sweet Boys
0: and Men ripoff
1: music playing over the yeah, radio. Yeah, okay, this is something else I wanted to comment, too, is that whenever Chloe's in the car by herself, there's a couple moments, and she's got to be listening to, like, the Sweat Hotel. You know, she's listening to some sweet R&B, like, baby-making music. Yeah, because when like, she's sitting at the triple uh, yeah. R&B, they yeah. show a sitting, and it's yeah. more like that bo- It's like a quiet storm going on, man. <laughs> quiet storm. It's like that sweet 90s
0: R&B. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. And so, the camera pans to the front of the car where we see Brad and Chloe like propped up, sitting up. Yeah, they're they're propped up against the front bumper. Brad has has throat just ripped apart, ripped, and Chloe is sitting like next to him, and she's all bloody too. So when Tim and Doug, oh yeah, Doug and Tim, whatever, find the body or find them, they think it's just fake. Like, ah, guys, good prank. Oh, that's makeup job so real, and. That is until Hennessy comes out from the darkness and slashes at Tim with his hook. Now Doug runs the fuck off. He he just bolts. He's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, and he's yelling. He gets everyone back in the car, mm-hmm. and now of course the car this time won't
1: start. Which fucking duh. Um, Mind you, this car is also like a 1960s. They try old cars. Giant. Yeah, fucking it's a boat. Car. Yeah.
0: Um, so, Tim's body basically gets, like, his face is getting, like, slammed against one of the windows, and blood, blood. is pouring out yeah, of this not guy's blood, mouth. Mouth blood. it looks like he might have a hook in his back. It's real thick, but he might be, like, propped up with the hook. Can't tell. And Hennessy he tries to open the door, but he can't get his hook into the handle. <laughs> this
1: is such a stupid thing. I was like, why <laughs> This is one of those old, old-timey door handles where it's like you hold the handle, and, and you push the pu- button... <laughs> To open the door. You can't push the button without a thumb. you, you got a goddamn... Yeah, he's like, open that door. He's like, just scratching at your it. Use your other hand. Yeah. Use the hand you have. <laughs> so they're driving away. They get the car started. They drive away, and they show blatantly. He hooks his hook yes. into the handle. Yes,
0: and the car drives off. And the
1: car drives off. So I'm like, okay, he must be dragging him behind. Yeah, or the or hook gets ripped off. That's rip like the hook off That
0: urban legend where the hook's just dangling. You well, know. guess what? Nope. 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 So... They're racing off down like the woods through like a yeah, dirt road like, or just through a. Why wouldn't field you go back the way you came? I don't know. They're,
1: apparently, they're driving like through the woods and they're all screaming. Screaming. It's
0: so. This seems so annoying because I get it. They're trying. They're scared. And I'm not arguing that. Because that that would be re- that's realistic. But this but is an
1: independent film, and the sound quality it's, is not it's great.
0: Everybody's screaming on top of everybody. And it it's just, just sounds a like a mess. mess. It makes your ears bleed. It yeah. was like,
1: God, shut up. Yeah, it was. I was just like, I don't know if I can watch this, man. Yeah, it's like was just like, mute this scene. Yeah, and um. And then we so, get to the most anticlimactic crash. Yeah, ever.
0: eventually Doug like runs off the dark dirt road, or if it's even a road, oh, he just goes off a hill and crashes into bushes, into a tree, like barely a tree, like a shrub. I'm quoting tree, <laughs> tree yeah. here.
1: And, and also, this car is a goddamn tank. Yeah, it is. It's okay. Huge. It's a fucking tank. Like the hood is like six feet. It's like six feet of hood. And, there, and then you see the crash. There's no damage to the <laughs> no, car. Barely, it, it doesn't. Yet. Nothing happened. It's like no. it just suddenly stopped. And so they're trying to sell. And Everyone's like, "Oh God, I'm so." It's oh, like when I'm you're trying up. to park a
0: car and you absolutely pull just that inch too much and you hit the like little concrete bump, like parking bumper. Yeah, you just boom boom. boom. That's about the that's about the mm. speed and impact of this crash. Uh, and they're crash. selling
1: it like you know everyone's getting out. They're all wobbly, hold their heads. Doug's like, "I broke my leg." Yeah. I think I broke my now, leg. Uh,
0: before so, we went for, I just I want to. The Previous stuff we just talked about, the the picture quality went back to normal, but now, as soon as they hit the crash, as that crash, it went real shitty again. So, the picture quality is like going back and forth between I'm not gonna say good because I don't think it's ever good, but you're no decent, normal to this really shitty, grainy, grindhouse mm-hmm. look, just with no notes, no reason, just back and forth. I, I don't get what's happening or why that happened. But yeah, you mentioned yeah, Doug's leg is apparently broken in the crash from a five mile an hour <laughs>
1: five mile an <laughs> hour impact. Yeah, so,
0: but they manage to get him out of the car, and Janelle takes Doug, and they run, hobble off or run off to, towards the so, farmhouse. And
1: this is what I don't understand either. Why did they all they all separated?
0: Well, at first I thought so too, but they it's not really. Doug and Janelle get out first, and they leave first. They go and they all because they all said get to the farmhouse, so they leave first. And then Cindy, who is, again, a pointless character we haven't even mentioned yet, but she's Tim's girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> she, for some reason, thinks Tim's still alive. I mean, she's like, I want to be with him! And she wants to, like, run off to be with him, but Michael's like, no, he's fucking dead. Even Stop it. Even we just it. saw him get Go fucking f- hooked. and follow yeah. them. So she runs after Doug and Janelle. So she does head off in the same direction, at least from camera angle. And then Michael and Manny are arguing over a fucking flashlight, when we hear a scream in the direction that we that I just ran off in and that's it. It, it cuts the penny and, and again, the scene
1: is so chaotic. Yeah. Everyone's screaming at each other. Oh
0: yeah. And yeah, the screaming gets, it's really, really bad. It's just so it's too much. It's, it, it, there's no like sound editing or proper mixing or the, I don't know. It's just really awful.
1: So we're back at the, but the bowling, alley. bowling out. Alley.
0: Yeah. Penny, and Anderson, enter the boy, out and they're questioning some guy and some drunk girl. Some
1: probably other high school students. Yeah, I or, guess. You're assuming, yeah. And, and the, the girl is drunk. She is hammered
0: off her ass. And they're asking about Michael and Mandy. And they tell Penny and Anderson that, oh, they're up at Lover's Lane. And why don't you just call their cell phones? But the, but the drunk girl says, you might want to wait because Michael is probably getting
1: laid right now. And what do you say when she says that... The principal gets... I don't know. She, she doesn't she,
0: appreciate saying my son's getting laid
1: right now. <laughs> she
0: punches the
2: girl.
1: She oh, she, she just, just hauls off and punches this she chick. She punches her for no reason. Like, oh, I don't understand why that happened. It's uh, like... And not only that, did she punch this girl? But she's with a cop. Yes, she's, the sheriff, by so the way. she punches a student, we're assuming. And she's doing it in front of a police officer. So it's... It, for no reason other than just, like, might have trouble finding your son because he's probably getting laid. Yep. And for, for that mild of a remark. Was was basically, a, she assaults or... a minor in a public boy alley next But I, to I do go. like the fact that the girl who got punched just goes, <laughs> Yeah, she teaches like, ah!
0: then she, she gets something? like, ah, She, like, she laughs it off. off. Now, I, one thing I want to mention that, there's things like these about me. During this scene, the boy alley, excuse me, <coughs> pardon me, no, we notice that the bowling alley is completely full of people. I mean, there's people bowling, there's people drinking in the background, all sorts of people. But when Penny and Anderson leave the bowling alley, you can c- clearly see through the windows and that the bowling alley is completely empty.
1: <laughs> so <from> the, <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah, i, like, I didn't wait notice a
0: minute. Because <laughs> it, it's one of those things, like, because I was, like, noticing, like, okay, because you can see through one, like, oh, is this the same bowling alley? Because there's a very distinctive, like, painting on the wall, like a mural, like loud boy and bowling alleys do. I'm like, oh, it's the same building, but, like, where the fuck did all people go? <laughs> they just haven't <laughs> fucking disappeared. So we cut back to Mike and Mandy running through the woods, and once again, the picture quality has switched back to the shitty, grainy, overly dark garbage.
1: I think I know what it is. Okay, because when, when I was just I I just, I just looked at my notes, and when they went fr- when they crashed the car, they got out and it went grainy again. Yeah, like you said, I think it's because it's daytime or there's a lot of daylight. And they're trying to make it look like you it's think dark. they shot, a yeah, because day was, for night or whatever. There was so some pretty big shadows casted on them, like like it's sunny outside and they're in the forest, and sh- you know, See, I, was, I think it's because it's sunny outside. I didn't get that. I thought
0: maybe it was just for some
1: the cameras are, just had shitty night vision. Screen, I think it was just trying to trying to make it look like it was night, but they were shooting when there's too much daylight. That's what I thought.
0: I don't know because there's a scene of them running across like. Coming up like, um, well, I'm not saying because, all this, they, yeah, because yeah, they run across the, the bar at night, clearly at night, and a picture quality in that scene is fine, totally well, fine,
1: yeah, like I said, because the picture quality is probably better at legit nighttime as opposed to, oh, I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah I got like you. The, the shitty daytime always oh, try to make it look darker, got, Yeah, okay, gotcha.
0: So, um, the two of them, Eminem at this point, I just started calling Eminem, M&M, um, Michael and Mandy, Michael Mandy, yeah, the two of them enter uh, the farm farmhouse, And she mentioned that it's not a good sign that since they don't hear the dogs barking. So I guess this is like the local, everybody like knows these people knows the farm. It's like a local thing. And they, they do start going around locking on the windows while Michael tries to find the phone. But of course it's dead. All the lights come on though. Yeah. And he does find a double barreled shotgun, but it only has two shells. So, and they enter the living room and see something moving behind the couch in the corner, and it turns out to be Janelle and Doug underneath a sheet. But Michael nearly shoots them, but Mandy manages to, like knock the shotgun up just in time. Yeah,
1: Michael's pretty tricky. So two
0: shells are down, down to one, one. shell. Yeah. And they eventually get Doug to like they want to to take care of his leg, so they get him onto a kitchen table, and they're gonna like try to put a splint on his leg and reset the bone. And I'm like, when did she become a fucking nurse or a right, Girl Scout right. or yeah, something like yeah, that? Yeah. And so they're like, she tells Michael to hold him down so she can reset the leg. And she's like, Janelle, you need to distract him because it's going to be painful. So she's like, okay, uh, well, who's your favorite teacher? He's like, what? Really? He's like, I don't know you that well. Right. <laughs> Which I kind of thought was funny. And so Mandy tries to do that. Like, and he lashes like, don't fucking touch me. And, and she's like, keep him down. Keep him distracted. So... Anna Faris now decides to flash her, her boobs,
1: which works perfectly. He's yeah. like, oh, he stops and looks and huh, and then and just snap. whereas Mandy snap and he resets the leg, causing him to pass out. Pass out of pain. pain.
0: Now let's clear this up for anybody. Holds out like we said earlier. You don't actually see Anna Faris's boob because it's shot from behind. Yeah, so you don't see him. Although I do love this line I followed. Yeah, which. <laughs> All of a sudden, Michael starts to become like the one-liner king of the rest of this movie. yeah. Because Doug passes up for the pain, which sets up Michael's one-liner of, what can I say? I guess your body's a real knockout. Boom! Booyah! <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that one. Yeah. So, uh, now Anderson and Penny pull up to Dr. Grief's house, but no one's home. They don't find anybody. And it cuts right back to the farmhouse, where Mandy, at this point, we go. it's a lot of jump back and forth between the kids at the farmhouse and... Penny and Anderson so there's a lot of back and forth From here on out And they're trying to get Janelle to Wake up Doug who's passed out While Michael and her go To the barn to look for another car And she's like Janelle don't worry You'll be saving here cause the, uh, the killer if he's out there he'll see us Leave and he'll follow us not he,
1: he doesn't want to so Mandy is sold On the point that he, The killer is out to get them Mandy and Michael, Michael not the others
0: and this is where she drops the bomb, shoo, boom, on Michael. That his father, who he thinks died of a heart attack, was actually murdered.
1: Was actually fucking around and got killed. Yeah. yeah.
0: And because I guess mommy told him, like, Oh, your dad was a good. Yeah, he died of a heart attack. Not that he was murdered. <laughs> for
1: for fucking behind her back. Yeah. yeah.
0: So Anderson, now we're back to Anderson at the Griefs House. And he finds a back door. And it's open because it's been hacked a bit, just like the door in the. Uh, and these hacked doors shops. just
1: look like shit. Yeah. You
0: know. Um. Oh, this one was an actual door this time, though. Yeah. And he goes into the house, and it's the garage. And this garage looks like a goddamn warehouse. Yeah. It's the biggest garage I've ever seen. It's like bigger than the house itself.
1: It's it's a small warehouse. Yeah, it it it's it, the it's only huge. way you can
0: describe it. And Anderson proceeds upstairs where we get the most cliche c- clichés the jumping cat scare. Yeah. So not only does grief has a giant black doberman pincher, he's got a black cat too. Uh and he continues to search the rest of the house and we see hennessy standing behind him in the shadows just lurking around. And in the kitchen Ashton finds a <laughs> finds the stove turned on and a note written in blood on the fridge. Prison food sucks. Indeed. it Again. does. Again. He's I mean, really hung up on this prison really food. He's really upset about
1: prison food. <laughs> so this is twice now. Yeah. Scrawled <laughs> in blood or what you think is blood. First time, it was like, what? Now it's like, huh? What? <laughs> is this going to come back in some way, shape, yeah, or form? You, you, it's like, yeah, twice. He really hates prison <laughs> food. <laughs> so this prompts the cop to look into the it, fridge. Yeah, opens the fridge, and he's fi- fi- right. the
0: head of the Doberman Pinscher. On a plate. Like, straight up, like, like God, Godfather yeah, style. Yeah, <laughs> like the horse's
1: head and the Godfather. Yeah, I mean, jeez. Penny
0: comes up behind him saying that she found the key underneath the mat. And, <clears throat> bullshit, nothing. Moving on. Uh, we jump back to Eminem. They're in the barn. They, happen, they do happen to find a car. And there's another jump scare as a pig runs out from behind some hay bales. Which Michael, trigger-happy Michael, shoots at that, missing it. And uses up the last of the shotgun they, shells.
1: They do mention that. It's like, well, out of So why did she even give him a gun?
0: Yeah. It's like, what's, yeah. What's the point? Um, so Michael starts trying to hotwire the car now. And back in the farmhouse, Janelle is still trying to wake up Doug when she starts hearing noises and something moving around. So Hen- now Hensley comes smashing through a window and tries to grab her. And like, how the fuck did he get there so fast? We just saw him in Dr. Grief's house. Yep. In the house, sitting behind the sheriff, and now he's way on this rural farm. What the fuck is going on? That is impossible. That's well, like in Holler, where we had somebody throwing a log outside, and then was still inside behind a door with a chainsaw. It all comes back. It all comes back. I'm just, but if you're watching this, yes, it's, if
1: you're watching this, yeah, you're like, what the fuck is going I on? Mean, this yeah. is stupid. Uh,
0: so Janelle runs upstairs and barricades herself in yeah, a bedroom. I love
1: it. She grabs three knives. So she's clumsily holding one knife in one hand and two knives in the other hand, like in her fingers, when she <laughs> runs upstairs. And then she just leaves him. It's yeah, so weird.
0: Uh, she she
1: does bury herself in a
0: bed and she just sits on the bed, and she does see the words "die bitch" scratched into one of the walls. And now the camera pans down. Um, Janelle, she sits there, and we—it's see...
1: looking like they're going for a panty shot.
0: Yeah, it, it, that's what it makes because she's sitting on the end of the bed. And we see a hook creep out from underneath the bed and ri- raise up between her legs.
1: So, right off the bat, you got...
0: So, now he mm-hmm. went from the sheriff's house to the farmhouse outside. Where or- you just saw so, him downstairs. And now he's... I was already hiding underneath a bed. This is like Jason, Friday 13th type...
1: Just- this is beyond that. Yeah. This it's, is beyond that. It's insane. Yeah. This is like teleporter. Like yeah. nightcrawler shit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Straight up nightcrawler shit.
0: And so... We see the hook start raising up between her legs, and the camera pans back up to her as we hear the hook like impale, Squish. like just big sports, you know, impale Janae. And you know, thing is Anna Ferris, because she's done a lot of things I actually have enjoyed, but this is early on in her work, and this death scene is almost <laughs> comical because huh? 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 the noises and yeah. faces she makes. It makes it look like she's almost having an orgasm instead of being eviscerated by a hook. Right. Because she's like,
1: oh, oh. It's like a comical, eww. kind of like a comical, oh. like a comical, <laughs> is this feel good or bad kind yeah. of orgasm. It, yeah. it
0: really is. And she, even the faces she makes, it's like, what? And uh, so I, all right, I just talked about how he was underneath the bed. And we so just she's dead. Up. Yeah, she's, she's dead. You don't really see what happens, but she's dead. So downstairs now, Doug finally starts to wake up as he sees the killer enter the room. He's all like groggy-eyed, all blurry, and the killer's standing over a groggy Doug, and he starts to run the hook over Doug, like just like like,
1: kind of seductively. Yeah,
0: very seductively, and he's like, Doug's like, I didn't do anything. I I I don't know. I didn't do it. I just wanted to get laid, and now the killer runs the hook along his waistline of his pants, and again here the actor. The guy who plays Doug, again, comes across more aroused. Yeah. Because he goes, than, I
1: didn't know it'd be like
0: this. And orgasmic yeah. than, than being scared for his life. He's like,
1: oh, God, I just want like, oh.
0: like, yeah. to... What is going on? We just went from, okay, trying to be a seriously like scary movie to we just traveling the world of fucking slapstick. Are we going
1: softcore here? Yeah, it's like, what is going yeah. on?
0: And so the killer then stabs i guess he got the knives from that janelle had because he stabs doug in the thigh with one knife rubs
1: his wiener with the hook a little bit and then stabs (laughs) his other one it stabs him in the other thigh and that's it that's
0: it that's all he's and then we cut back to eminem in the car in the barn and the killer enters the barn and walks starts walking slowly towards the car michael gets the car started just in time but the killer seems to have vanished. So at this point, no fucking surprise there. This guy can just disappear. Yeah. Um he starts Oof. to drive, Michael starts to drive the car out of the barn. And when he turns that finally turns the headlights on, he sees at the last Sydney impaled and propped up on two pitchforks just in time to run her over, killing her. And the car smashes through the barn doors or side of the barn. I don't know. Yeah. That had to be the doors. Again.
1: Giant old car,
0: yeah, big old car like from the 70s. I guess you know, when you're in you can get old shitty cars <laughs> <the> cheaper. <laughs> I guess so. So, we can just run them through the barns and into <laughs> supposedly into trees. Uh, <laughs> you can, couldn't do that with a 1999 Hyundai. No, no. So, Eminem uh, <laughs> go back into the farmhouse to look for Doug and Janelle. You they get they, Doug they, and Janelle, yeah. like, we're out of here, yeah. yeah. So they immediately find Doug down on the table. And this is what, like we just mentioned, I don't fully understand how Doug is supposed to have died. Yes, he had both legs stabbed and a broken leg, but that wouldn't kill you.
1: Uh, I mean, you could maybe bleed out if you hit the femoral artery. But you, we talk about that yeah.
0: in uh, 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 Allison Merlin. We talk about the femoral artery. But and it, it, he got it, stabbed in
1: his thighs. Correct. He did not, get stabbed not, the thighs, in the thighs. And I just don't think he'd bleed out in Not time. that fast. because no, no
0: They just, yeah. it was like less than five minutes. Yeah. Like, So anyway, he's dead. I don't see... I just call lazy ass bullshit on this because there's no other wounds on him. There's nothing. Yeah. He just, just and we, dead. well,
1: we didn't see him again anything else happen to him. No, he yeah.
0: ne- and you never he carry like doesn't throw, cut his throat doesn't slash Stand him, the him legs, up. And when it. they come running in to see his body, his body is completely fine doesn't, except for the yeah, knives sticking yeah.
1: out of him. So they're like, oh, he's dead. He might just be passed out for the pain again. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but they are like oh he's dead. And Mandy runs upstairs to get like Janelle Janelle and she finds Janelle dead on the bed. And we see the killer jam a door with like a pitchfork. He jams, w- wedges it in there, trapping them. It's the front door, I believe. And then Hennessy comes crashing through a door, like the front door, which is like mostly glass, like a glass front door. So,
1: yeah, but they pan back, and it's not a glass front door. It's only a, it's a wooden door with like glass on the. Only it's not the a top com- half. Yeah, it's, it's not a complete. How glass the hell door. did he get in? They didn't show him, like, jump in or smash you. I mean, he'd have to jump. And if
0: that's the door they he wedged, it certainly wasn't the same door he wedged with the
1: pitchfork because that was all wooden. He would have to jump, like, you know, three feet or so and smash you and just, you know, like, parkour in, like, you know, jump and cannonball through. Right, exactly. And then land on his feet. Exactly. Which he didn't do. They didn't show. They just showed him smash glass and then he's inside the house. Yeah.
0: And so, and at this point, uh, Michael grabs a baseball bat from somewhere and he hits he just whacks uh Hennessy in the bar. Him. He just hits yeah. him in the ball. It's a straight right in the balls, and which causes uh Hennessy to fall back out through the door, and Michael sparks out another one iron line drive, bitch. Yep. So I thought
1: it was a golf club. He grabbed and it, but...
0: then at first I thought so too, but then he says line drive. So if a line drive is a baseball term, not that's true, term. but
1: maybe he just doesn't know shit about sports. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, who knows?
0: And then he drops the fucking sure. bat. Sure. Yeah. As he mm-hmm. and Manny run to the kitchen. Why? What? Why? I don't. I don't understand the logic of this. Why? You've already wasted your shotgun shells. You drop the shotgun, which you could use as a clubbing weapon eventually, and now you have a baseball bat and a killer with a hook trying to kill you, and you drop
1: it. And you had him on the ropes. He yeah. just knocked him... You could have yeah.
0: walked him out there and bashed him over just the head with open it. open the
1: door and keep going. Yeah,
0: but no, he yeah. drops it and they leave. Sure. Like, ah. So, in the kitchen, uh, they try to block the door as with, Hennessy starts...
1: And Hennessy starts chopping down the door and it's taking him forever. Well, it is
0: a fucking hook, not an axe. I know,
1: it's the <laughs> stupidest thing. It's the most... It's the least scary, like, murder yeah, weapon, yeah. I guess. You know, it's just... the. There's a hook. It's like, ah, ah. He wouldn't have better luck
0: just like kicking it with his feet. Like, I know. Trying to kick the door down. So Why are you hooking it? They're trying to block the door. Slowly As chipping wood away. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to take slowly, you a while, Slowly man. chipping away. And Mindy, M- Mandy finds the bodies of the dead farmers in the pantry where she went to go get a chair to use uh, to jam the door handle. Now, Michael here rips the gas line off the back of the stove, which is right next to the door. And tells me to start looking for matches, which she does. And then he's like, "Okay, now find duct tape." And I'm like, "Boy, they sure are lucky that this kitchen just happened to have both matches and duct tape." So duct. yeah,
1: so Michael's turning into a little MacGyver here. We've yeah. already seen him like he's hotwire straight up MacGyvers. He's, he's hot-wired a uh, '70s automobile in the in the late '90s, early 2000s, and now he's setting. He's rigging up a booby some trap. sort of booby trap.
0: Yeah, here. and he basically he tapes the matches. To the floor in front of the door and tells Manny to go to the car. She runs out the window towards the car as Michael places the chair against the door and the gas to buy him is just a little bit. And the gas is pouring out, like and then follows her. As
1: he's able just to reach through his little armhole, he's finally managed to chip away enough at to fling the chair aside. I found that pretty funny because they just put the door, the chair in place, and as soon as they leave the screen, he just reaches in, grabs There's that chair, and and chair. He's like fuck it. that. Yep, <laughs> 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 exactly. Same thing, like.
0: I guess it bought him that half second he had to take the chair out and move it, but yeah. Um, so when he closes the door behind him, which is where they does even close the door in the first place, he could have just left it open, uh, and it probably would have changed a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, when he closes the door, the match, which apparently is jammed in the bottom of the door, strikes the match, the striker show mm-hmm. that's taped to the floor, and causes the basically the entire house to explode.
1: Massive explosion. Like nuclear level explosion. Mass explosion. And he's right there at ground zero. Ground,
0: like that he's, is a key point to remember that he, he is at right, the
1: source of the explosion. Exactly.
0: And Eminem drive away from the house. They, they we got
1: him! Yeah. yeah!
0: Now we jump back to Anderson and Penny who are still hanging out in Dr. grief's house and they find a book called Sexual Deviance, <laughs> The Father Daughter Relationships and, and uh,
1: Girls' Panties on an End Table. So you kind of get the idea that Grievous – or Grievous, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's not, Doctor, sorry, not, Yeah, I know. <laughs> General Grievous. <laughs> sorry. So Dr. Grief yeah. and Chloe might be – Something. Or Grief. Yeah, which is
0: weird because uh, they said they didn't ask this. Grief has a girlfriend. like no, eh, like, not that I know of. But at first it's like the sexual deviance thing because I was like, okay – because they did talk at the very beginning, oh, Hanson's got, you know, he's a psychiatrist, and that might be a specialty. But then it says father-daughter relationships. I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Penny finds a teddy bear that Michael gave to Chloe, and then she finds, which leads her to a room, which is basically a shrine set up to Anderson's dead wife, Harriet. The room has pictures of her all over and dozens of lit cameras. I mean, it's your stereotypical creepy stalker right. shrine you see in all the movies. And in the room, Ashton finds the Valentine's Day card that four-year-old Mandy left on her mother's dead body at right, the very beginning right, of the I movie. Which I said was
1: candy, but it is the card. Yeah. You're right. Yeah.
0: And now it cuts back. The movie goes back to Eminem driving and they come across a body lying in the middle of the road. And it turns out to be Chloe, who's still alive. Chloe
1: somehow managed, managed to limp to live. out into the middle of the road.
0: Yeah. And they help her up. They help her into the car and they speed back to lover's lane because Chloe's like, tells him that Brad's still alive somehow, even though he clearly was not. <laughs> now,
1: granted, these two did not see right. Brad's Right, these body. two did not,
0: yeah. That's a good point. Uh, so, they uh, what well, they get back to Lover's Lane, and Manny now hears a phone ring every summer. It's like, out
1: of oh, the middle of oh oh, oh. oh, oh, yeah, this is great. They're driving yeah. in this gigantic fucking clunker of a car, Driving over the road like bump, bump over bumps and like on not non-paved road, and there's a cell phone somewhere. Somewhere in the wood In the east. Oh wait, stop! I hark! I do (laughs) declare! I hear a cell phone. You know, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Is she a dog? Does she have extra sensory hearing?
0: (laughs) So she 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 finds the phone in the grass, and it's her
1: dad trying to car. And she's and like, "That phone has no fucking voicemail, because that thing rings forever." No, it does. It, it rings it, forever.
0: Well, it is ninety nine, so I don't know what voicemail technology oh. was. I don't remember back then on my cell phone. Um. So she's saying on the phone, "Like everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. Help! We're up at Lover's Lane, so they get the location." And there's a quick, very quick series of shots that basically between going on here that show. Chloe in the back seat behind Michael raise up a hooked hand and who Michael's looking at the front window. He screams out Mandy because he sees Hennessy come out from behind the bushes, behind Mandy, and grabs her. And then Michael is hit in the face by Chloe's hook. She basically punches him with the hook. with the hook. While Mandy is dragged off into the bushes by Hennessy.
1: Fighting with Hennessy. Yeah.
0: yeah. So my, Chloe now keeps attacking Michael and yelling, no
1: one dumps me, bitch. <laughs> no one dumps me, bitch. <laughs> I mean, this girl holds a grudge. And she is cussing and
0: screaming. Yeah. I mean,
1: she's dropping F-bombs, and she's like, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. <laughs>
0: she is off her she rocker. mad. Yeah. Really mad. So Mandy, in the meantime, is getting dragged towards another car, and she gets thrown into the front. And these are, like, bench seats. These are all old, old cars. All these, these cars are cars. from,
1: the, like, the late 80s. Yeah. And you know, this is supposed like, to
0: be like, Dr. Greaves, like, a rich, wealthy psychiatrist. He'd all
2: have from, a nice like, the car. I
1: and mean, you know what? The, I remember when I was in the 90s, I drove an 81 Buick Riviera. The so, ghetto glider and the yes, ghetto sled. I remember yes. them finally. And, and, like, an 88 <S laughs> Pontiac Riviera. so Or Pontiac Parisian. Mm-hmm. So I remember having shitty old 80s cars yeah. and stuff like that when I was so, I understand the high school I kids did, had that for their first car. Everyone else? But, yeah, the
0: supposedly rich Successful head of a mental hospital would have you would yeah. think have a nice who has a really nice house they show, yeah. But anyway, so she's thrown in the front and she sees dead, Brad's dead body in the back seat. Hanksy gets in the car next door, he removes his mask and the hood he's wearing to reveal a badly burnt doctor grief. And this is where shit starts getting really fucking this is insanely right. bonkers and just what the fuck's going on. So, this is supposed to be that grief was the one stalking, and he was the one that was in the explosion, which we just mentioned he was like ground down. any he, he would be anybody would gone, be dead.
1: dead instantly, yeah, yeah,
0: like I don't like even in Jason movies, I think they probably would have said, yeah, Jason's probably died because, because that bed. was a,
1: that blew up the entire house the
0: entire house, uh. But, yeah, so Grief is now there. He's got a hook hand. And he's got some burns. Yeah. But he's
1: still, go, he's still getting around for, pretty For well. ground zero.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's burned, but not like... He should be missing, like, half of his fucking face. Uh,
1: he should be missing limbs. Yeah. <laughs> he, should be, he should be in pieces.
0: Exactly. So, during this fil- all these following scenes, it gets me because it's it goes from once you do it, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, really fast. So, we have Mandy and Dr. Grief and Chloe and Michael fighting in their car and dr grief tells me that he thinks she is beautiful and that she looks so much like her mother and, and she says and then man's like you killed my mother and grief replies by saying it was saying it was his fault that he interrupted him that he was and by saying him it was Hennessy's fault it was hensie's fault because he interrupted him that he was trying to make her mother see how he being grief felt about her but she wouldn't listen and she started yelling. Now, Ward Larson... No, I'm sorry. It wasn't Hansley. It was Ward Larson. Ward Larson comes in, and... But he's like, hey, Grief's like, oh, I had to take care of him because he he interrupted me. So that... And that Mandy saw that and started screaming. It, it gets fucking
1: confusing. And, so. and so, it's really hard to hear what he's saying because the actress playing Mandy is screaming yeah. so loud during his, like, big reveal. Yeah. And she's screaming and won't stop screaming. And I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. just stop so, it. I want to hear what he has to say.
0: And Mandy, was, he says that, oh, you were there and you saw it and you started screaming. And that, I just on my nose, what? Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. All right, so. None of this makes we sense. We have to break this down. So, so. We're going to try to make sense of this. So Dr. Grief was in love with Mandy's mom. He tried convincing her of that, that he loved her by basically raping her, I guess. Sure. Because earlier when Anderson and Penny are talking about like, Penny's like, Oh, there's no evidence of the affair. And he's like, no, we found evidence, which I can only assume
1: is semen. So in a yeah, post, in a they kind of go, Maybe we found, um. we found evidence. evidence.
0: So, Squirt. so then during the rape, uh, Ward Lamson managed to swing by and he interrupted trying to stop it so Dr. Grief had to kill him but now I don't understand how four year old Mandy would have seen any of this because at the very beginning she's in the car right. with her father arriving at the murder scene so that just that Whoa. doesn't make any fucking yeah. sense at all that's impossible so at this, point I'm just like what the fuck going on in this movie it, it's insane it is fucking insane uh, so we go back to Michael, who burns
1: Chloe's face with the cigarette lighter of the car. Old school cigarette lighter. So while he's slapping her away, they show him push down but, the lighter yeah. and wait for it to charge. So he's basically, get away. Get, get away. Slap it, it, until it And pops then, out. Then it pops out. And it pops and goes, yes. Grabs it. Burns
0: her cheek. Which gives him enough time to get out of and, the car. Yeah. And, and then she's and like. She, I, love, I love what she does when she gets out of the car. <laughs> I love it. She gets out to go after him but stops to look at herself in the rear the side mirror and she's like that's always funny because she's like fuck yearbook photos <laughs> and she looks at this the burn mark on her oh, cheek. Oh god and then she turns around to see Hennessy who she yeah. thinks is her dad now dressed still dressed up as Hennessy and she whines and complains about how he's not helping her enough that You
1: told me we'd make him pay. Yeah. You told me we'd get him she's, and I'd be the prettiest girl. And she's she's just going off like yeah. little she Miss says Prissy bitch.
0: That she killed Doug, which mm. would make sense about the really seductive, weird, creepy yeah. Yeah. drag the hook over mm-hmm. his crotch. And that slut Janelle, which, by the way, was never slut in any sense of the word. She wasn't she didn't talk about sex, she didn't act like a slut. Eh, whatever. She's just being a bitch there. And that the least he can do is kill little Miss Goody Two-Shoes and her soon-to-be very ex-boyfriend. So, Chloe gets closer to Hennessy, still thinking it's her dad, and asking if those bastards hurt him. Like, oh, did they hurt you? She reaches up, removes his hood and mask, which is basically his left face patch. And it reveals that it's not
1: her father, it's actually Hennessy. So, this is the first time we actually see Hennessy.
0: Yeah. And Hennessy raises his hook. Up above, you know, raises a hook arm up as Chloe screams. He slashes her across the throat because I guess that's why. Because you don't see it, you nope. just see lots of blood splatter against the and she car window. She smashes smacks against, against the car, the car and yeah. falls down dead. So now we go back to Grief, who's yelling at Mandy and that he loves her and that he's the only one that ever has loved her. And he, then he starts to choke her. So f- sure. He's like, Hey, I love you, but I'm going to choke you. Yeah. And that's when Michael shows up and pulls him off. He, he pulls him, tossing him out, you know, pulls off, man, he tosses him out of the car onto the ground and Eminem run back towards their car, which now of course won't start and grief him but stops. Once he sees Chloe's dead body, Instead of continuing to run away like they should, Eminem stop <laughs> and watch as grief, like, cries and yeah, mourns over like, his oh. daughter. Yeah, he's like,
1: oh. oh, she's
0: dead. What? <sighs> Why stop? Just fucking run. No, just keep going. Book it. But, because this only lasts, like, a few moments because he gets enraged and advances towards him, hook raised. Michael steps up, like, he's like, I got this. He's going to be Mr. Hero. He's going to step up and fight him. Nope. No, he just gets bitched. <laughs> he gets backhand across the face by the hook. And he gets sent flying to the ground. And he grabs Mandy again. And he's struggling there. But he gets shot in the back out of nowhere. Because now Anderson she has just showed up, shoots Grief in the back a few times. Shoots him dead. Shoots him dead. And as Anderson starts checking Grief's body, like, he can make sure he's dead. he Of course, he lunges back to life. And the two of them start struggling. Mandy has the wherewithal to run back to the car and get Chloe's hook, which how did how she know? even know she had a hook? Cause yeah. she was nowhere near this when this happened, which that's another fucking what? So she gets the hook. She runs up to grief and stabs him in the back with the hook, killing him, saving her father. <sighs> so we fade to the morning now. And just like the opening scene, more cops and ambulances are all around the scene Michael is asking Anderson about the real Hennessy. Like who, well, so who was Anson, like? And basically Anderson explains that grief had 13 years to work on him in the prison. Who knows what he has become now? Who knows what really happened? So which dates back to him. Like, just admit you didn't. He's trying to convince him. So we kind
1: of get the idea that it really wasn't Hennessy who committed any crimes whatsoever, but was manipulated by grief. Well. That's what I got.
0: Yeah, well, he did, I mean, he he didn't kill any of the kids. Right. He killed, a, he would have been the one, we'll, we'll figure this out. We're yeah. going to figure go through this in a second. So, Anderson tells Eminem to go with the deputy instead of riding in the ambulance to the house. And I'm like, why?
1: Yeah. Why would he do that? They're all banged up. They got cuts and everything. They're sitting in, in the, the ambulance. They're amb-
0: already inside of it. Like, why would you tell him? Why don't they,
1: you kids go up with the deputy? Yeah. What? It's like. Which he doesn't. First of all, he doesn't even visually see. He just sees the SUV. Yeah, and he goes, "Take him on." And he goes, "Okay." So the kids <laughs> they
0: hug their parents goodbye, and they get into the back of the deputy's SUV, and we see a hand drop, you know, pour out a cup of coffee, and and then uh, the driver's side door, and then a hook reach, reach out, across. close the door, and the SUV drives off down the rural, r- the rural, mountainy forest pine tree lined mm-hmm. roads. Roll credits. Holy fucking shit.
1: That's Lover's Lane for you.
0: What a clusterfuck of an ending. So, before we go into favorite kills, we need to try to sort this out. And Do we really? No, we need to, like, I want, <laughs> I want to try to figure out Figure out who killed who. That's basically it. Because okay. we basically have three killers in this movie.
1: Right, you really do. We have three killers. One who hates prison food.
0: Who hates prison food. Hates it. So... The deputy at the beginning in the in the quickie mart, that one is unknown to me. I don't. So that I'm pretty sure that's Hennessy. See, I was
1: going to that was, re- then then he's, maybe he's,
0: Chloe because she's the one who went into the store. That's the only explanation I got. Is, no,
1: because, well, no, because you see the guy, he's walking around in the mental he- hospital outfit. He's walking around in that Mendel Hospital outfit. He kills. Oh the yeah, clerk. yeah, At the beginning, yeah. yeah. So he must have killed. My, my thought is that. So he you killed think Hansy
0: killed the deputy? Correct. Okay.
1: Which, but to be perfectly honest, I guess we don't know he, if Chloe didn't kill her either. We don't. We, you well, I guess it could be because, because
0: Hansy's the one who drives off in that same SUV at the very, very end.
1: But you have yeah, and you. But you also have two potential killers right there yeah so we don't know he, for so certain. deputy is unknown you don't yeah, fucking know we him. really don't know so
0: brad whose throat is slashed off screen i'm assuming i think it was grief because chloe was faking being dead next to brad and then somebody comes up and kills well so i'm guessing right. that's yeah that's grief i'm a I agree with that um janelle eviscerated by the hook was chloe because she chloe. said that
1: she killed doug also she killed
0: ducks so that's chloe now Cindy who's impaled on a pitchfork was actually killed by Michael cuz he ran her over but who, who did that yeah. that's up in the air I don't know that could have been Chloe Chloe doesn't
1: well Chloe kind of she, she kind of tells us like I killed so and so and I killed so I killed Janelle and I killed Doug So so maybe Grief Cindy then? maybe got killed by Grief, grief. You'd You'd have grief. to be grief
0: yeah. or Hennessy but I don't again I don't it doesn't fit his MO um Chloe throat slash that's Hennessy so that's the only one Hennessy kills other than the dog and the uh, the the orderly when he escapes. Right. And then grief is stabbed by the, in the back by Mandy. So you have like four different people killing people in this movie and try, you're trying to keep track yeah, of it's, it's, it's fucking insane. It's a mess. <sighs> so okay. with that, let's go into
1: favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. All right. Um, yeah, let's just to start off. These kills were the worst. Yeah, so they these
0: were awful. A lot of them were just cutaways, like you know, I mean, just really bad ones see. too. Just
1: really bad. I mean, and, and we had we just had that with Hala yeah. also. So I'm kind of disappointed. It's I like am too. Getting those back to back, like every once in a while, you get those movies and you go, "Oh, that sucks." But now we had them back to back. It's just like, oh. Come yeah, on. I, I, I agree with you. I was disappointed in the kills, but what with what we have to work with, what do you got? I'm going to go with, uh, probably the girl with who's impaled on the pitchforks. Cindy. Cindy getting hit with the car because that was kind of like, whoop, you know, and it, it just, even though you don't see her getting hit, you kind of show her like roll on the hood a little bit. Yeah. It's a really shitty effect, but it's still the fact that they hit the lights and there she is and wham, you can't stop. And yeah. So that's, that's, okay. that's the one. Yeah. Gonna... Uh. I almost really even want to pick one for this week. They're, They're really bad. They, uh, They're I mean, really bad.
0: Chloe, just because it was one more, even though you don't see it, was more just brutal. It was, like, it was just slashing, just blood splats, and she hits. That's my. That's my number uh, two. Yeah. Part of me wants to go with. I might go with Anna Ferris just because it's so fucking weird, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's borderline <laughs> kill and orgasmic at the same time. But I, I guess more because I just. If I visualize what's happening, the hook coming up from between and just like going like in the groin or in the vag or something a hook or just in ripping the, in, her apart in
1: the top of the gut working its way down. down or yeah, yeah they, like... that would be
0: brutal. So yeah. to me I have to expand what we actually see to make yeah. it my favorite kill, but yeah, I'm I mean, going to go Janelle.
1: I don't like using my imagination. Now show it, it to me. That's why I watch horror movies. Yeah, show it <laughs> to me. Uh <laughs> So
0: uh moving on, we we we're, we're, we're going to bring up the um odds and the ends.
1: Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? Uh,
0: IMDb gives it a three point nine out of ten. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, again, no thermometer, tomato meter score because
1: this is a it's kind of a rare movie. Like, I was very surprised we did this movie. Honestly, we, I, I,
0: that's one yeah. reason I picked because when it comes to Valentine's they, everybody thinks of. My Bloody Valentine, yeah. the original and the remake. And then the one I was going to do before this was the one called Valentine with Denise Richards and the guy who played Angel, David Ber- Berarius. I always fuck up his know. name. Uh, and then I found this. And like, let's, I want to do this. Like, it's one I've never heard of. It's a rare one. Like, Fuck it. Let's give it a try. Um, Shame but, on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it does have a 31% audience score. Uh, and Amazon. 3.5? Hi, man it's four point four out of five on amazon four
1: it must, out of five it has to be anna faris love it really does. It's <laughs> I, like I'm, it's, I'm wondering if it, it's gotta be well
0: we'll get to it yeah. later um now for plot keywords moving on there are there were 45 hook But is hook. yeah I, but there's nothing worth repeating because yeah. it's all obvious ones there's nothing fun or kind of odd so <laughs> orgasm death yeah i would that would have been a good one yeah um so and as far as trivia, again, so it's so random so alone, there's not much to be known. Um, the only thing uh worth noting is that Aaron J. Dean, who was the girl who played Mandy, the main girl, okay, yeah, she was also credited in the credits, the there's a person named um Ann uh Jeter is credited for playing Harriet, her mother, the the, the body. But which it turned out is just an anagram for Aaron J. Dean. She played both Mandy and her mother. Oh, weird. Yeah, but they just made up an anagram for Harriet, which is or which is kind of weird. Kind of clever, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's, I've never seen that done before. Weird thing to
1: do, though. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and then this again, a lot of people think of fame is Anna Ferris Is this? She did this. She did technically make this movie before Scary, scary movie, movie, but Scary Movie got mm-hmm. released first. Right. So there's some confusion with that. Um, and that's it for trivia. There's really not much on this movie. Uh, moving on to budget game, sadly, no budget information again because it's so rare, it's so low to wow. find. Um. So, but there are uh, five star reviews.
1: These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five star reviews.
0: So, moving into the five star reviews, we have Spencer Wolf. Okay, so Lover's Lane is really low budget, but it is still really good and fun to watch. And what's with the whole is the daughter sleeping with daddy incest thing? <laughs> of course, <laughs> it's also interesting to see Anna Ferris in her first released movie, which is not true. Wow, this has come a long way. Or she has come a long way. And where is the sequel? There should should have been a sequel. Definitely four plus stars in the low budget slasher category. Five stars. Should have been a sequel? Yeah, really? Go to I guess hell and die, Wolf. Just because, I guess, Hansi drives off to two kids. To me, fuck that. You don't need to be Seagull. He kills yeah. the kid. That's all I need to know. He'll be killed himself, too. Yeah, drives him in off a cliff. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe go
1: get some nice little something to eat once. Yeah, get, some
0: prison fr- get, yeah. get that prison food out of your system. <laughs> uh, and then from BRDN. <laughs> it's so cheesy, it's good. The only reason I ordered this movie was because the movie starred Anna Ferris from House Bunny. <laughs> I thought the movie was super cheesy, but I enjoyed it. it gave me lots of laughs. It's one of those movies that you just laugh at for the stupidity. It's a movie you can't take serious. Five stars.
1: But they don't try to do any humor. They no, don't. It's, they
0: don't. I think Doug is supposed to be the, com- the com- uh, comedic relief. and
1: Well, it's really not funny. Yeah, it's not.
0: Yeah. Um, and then there's only three more. They're all short. Don Miller. This movie is great fun. Get a bowl of popcorn and just settle in for a good time. Five stars. That guy needs to raise his expectations for movies. Right. Uh, from Deimos. Gore doesn't make a movie, but this one had enough when it was needed. But talk about a great slasher movie! Wrong. Awesome twist ending, great atmosphere, great scares, cool killer, Eagles, awesome slasher film. Highly recommended. Five stars. This guy needs a fucking lobotomy or something. This that's. I don't think he watched this movie. Totally different movie. He's talking about. Sounds like that guy needs a hook in his ass. Yeah. <laughs> And from Miss Mister William A Carroll, one word, excellent, five stars.
1: So that's just a poor review. Yeah, <laughs> really, that's excellent. Um, all
0: right, we will. We 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 have some other business to uh, cover before we sign off for night, but we will get into our final. Uh, 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 final word, final review. So bad, good, so bad, scary. Aaron,
1: what's your, your what's your take on this? I one? I don't think it's a surprise. It's so bad, it's scary. I mean, it was just the the quality. I mean, it seemed to kind of have that uh, trying to be cut from the same cloth as. Those '90s horror movies, like Scream, or I Know What You Did Last Summer, yeah. or The Faculty, the like group of teens who are gonna fight off the, uh, you know, but it just sucked. It just didn't have it. I mean, and even with a bad budget, can't you kind of, you know, spitball an idea to have at least some kind of on yeah, I... death screen on screen death? Really? I mean, you have enough budget to blow up a fucking house. Yeah,
0: that's true. You they think you like and ran through a barn door?
1: Hire some, you know, aspiring college kid who's into gore makeup.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. If they had the money to blow up a fucking house and run a car through a door. They could have
1: done some. Uh, there could uh, have been a lot. A little more, some better kills. Could you use your budget a little better.
0: That's a good point. Um, again, I was torn with this, and I feel like I say that a lot lately, but. I because the acting I break it up the acting really isn't that we've seen far worse acting in other movies it's really not that bad true um I don't like where you're going this I know <laughs> I wanted to like it I did because you know I didn't mind Chloe at bad because she was almost got so so over the top crazy that it was almost entertaining and if it was neat to see Anna Faris's early work uh but. It's so it left me wanting more, like it really did, and the ending was so goddamn convoluted and unnecessarily. It didn't make any sense. I mean, it, the fact that we have to crazy.
1: sit back and go over it after the movie, yeah. like still trying to figure out what the fuck really happened. And that's
0: where this is that stream where it, it started. Where like every movie had to have that twist ending. Now, like I don't care. Like I would have been just fine if it was Hennessy from the get go. Let Hansy be the killer. He escaped from prison. He's after get everybody. Fine, I'm, I'm good with that. I don't need these crazy twist endings. Right. Just, you know, so I'm going to say because it left me wanting more and that the ending was so atrociously confusing with the character relationships, I'm going to say so bad it's scary too. All right. I, I am going to go it's so bad it's scary. It's good thing you said that our friendship was on the line there, buddy. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy, that's it.
1: I can't do this anymore.
0: Uh, all right. So let's wrap up our final business because like, if, if you've been following us for a while, you know that we are in the midst of our uh, horrible horror March movie madness. And we just wrapped up our second week of round one matchups. So uh, moving on to round number two we, in the matchup of After School Massacre versus Night of the Dead. We have After School Massacre moving on. Uh, and then we had Friday the 13th, uh, A New Beginning, or Part 5, uh-huh. taking on Blood Valley, Seed Revenge, and in a complete slaughter, yeah. we had Blood Valley moving on. That was no surprise. Um, then we had Return to Horror High taking on the 1981 Graduation Day. Uh, moving on is Return to Horror High, which I was actually... Kind of glad to see that.
1: Yeah, I think Return to Horror High is a worse movie. Uh, but it's Grant. You didn't yeah. see
0: Graduation because that's when I did. That was one I did with Justin Wilman when mm-hmm. we had him on. Um, and the movie's bad. Don't get me wrong, but at least that movie made sense. Yeah. Like, it And things actually happened in it. Um. Now here's where we need to uh ha- we need to figure this out because we actually have a tie. Bum, ba, ba ba. We have a tie between Houses that October built and Demonic, also known as Forest of the Damned. Came in dead even in votes, so it's up to us to pick which one moves on to round two. So we're going to try to do this kind of quickly and, and uh, wrap this up, but uh, we got to figure this
1: out. So what's uh, what, what you got? Well, if you remember, Houses That October Built, I actually didn't see because I was getting married. That's right. You weren't here for that one. No, I wasn't, but I did see Demonic, and I did not like that movie. Although I did like Tom Savini, and okay. I did like, you know, even though they weren't the greatest boobs, a lot of boobs in lot that of movie. Boobs. Yeah.
0: Um, since I did see both of them and I hated pretty much both of these movies, but I, I will agree with you Dem- to me, demonic, I'm putting the voting for demonic or I say, I, I vote for them to not move on. I should say that because it had Tom Savini in a crazy weird role. And, I kind of
1: liked his. I mean, he was a good. He was a good crazy guy. Yeah, he yeah. did a pretty decent job, and, it, did and have, it was a unique story of protecting the nymphs of the like being the nymph keeper, demon nymph, yeah, angels, like, whatever yeah. the fuck
0: they were. Uh, yeah, and it had like five to six women that were just completely naked the entire time. Now they weren't necessarily the best looking, but they were women completely naked throughout the whole movie. Um, and Takes that, commitment, <laughs> yeah, and that to me was. I would rather go back and rewatch The Mike than House of October because that movie so is House fucking of Oc- so, awful. So
1: are you saying House of October built is moving on?
0: I am. Yeah, I am breaking the tie with House of October built. We'll move on to round two. Um, so that brings us to this week's bracket episodes or uh, movies. So this week we have Chud taking on Bloody Mary three D, Night of the Dead slash Friday Thirteenth taking on Scare Zone. New Year's Evil will face off against Slaughterhouse Massacre, Ooh. and Jack Frost—not the Michael Keaton one, the snowman. <laughs> uh, Jack Frost going up against Alice in Murderland. Ooh! So that will be this week's uh, matchups. We'll announce the winners on next ep- next week's uh, movie ep- or next week's episode, which we already know next week's episode will be Hollow Holla- Two. Hollow Two. <laughs> uh, so that's it from us for this week. Check us out at, uh, on our Facebook page. Follow us there. You can check out our website, horriblehorrorpodcast.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at scary with two S's. Uh, we're on Podbean at horriblehorror.podbean.com. And you can like us, subscribe to us, check us out. race, admire us, all that good stuff on Apple's
1: mighty iTunes. Yeah, we're also on Instagram.
0: Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting to plug that one because yeah. uh, we are on Instagram, um, horriblehorrorpodcast with. Uh, Uh, underscores between the words. So horrible underscore, horror underscore podcast. Yeah. Um, You can check us out there too. Um, That's going to do it. We'll be back. uh, We'll be back in a week. Moon goons. Take it easy. Get ready for hollow too. Bye-bye.